podcast back with you once again season two episode 49 i am your host smiley with me uh as always Cheryl and van what's going on gentlemen up dude what's up we are back at a new time a new podcast time we're podcasting in the afternoon now monday afternoon so then just you know our schedules got a little shifted so uh we're here on monday night it's june 22nd year of our lord 2020 and we are going to talk today it's our off if it's our off week, we're not as much about video games today. We're talking more about television, uh, the precursor to the video game, the great American pastime, watching TV, uh, something that uh, hopefully is a little bit universally understood. And so we're going to talk a little bit about our history with TV, some of our favorite shows, just kind of almost do a disc in the drive for TV, if you will. And um, and we'll see where we're going. We'd love to hear your feedback about that, as uh, you know, after after the show, uh, you know, because this will be a little bit different from kind of the normal the normal podcast that you get from us. So uh, before we get to our to our primary topic, however, we're going to talk about the question of the day. We always do a question of the day. Today's question of the day is: so last week we talked about kind of the blurring lines between video games and reality, and uh, we're going to harken back to that a little bit. And I'd like you guys to tell me about a time with you that video games perhaps mirror mirrored or mimicked reality and it's kind of a weird question maybe maybe a tougher one to answer so i'll go first because i think i have a good a good one for this time even though that means it's just me talking for the first like two minutes of the podcast that's all right um you guys well, we can take a in. break and talk about how shy just shows up with a fucking condenser mic and doesn't say anything about it <laughs> about having a, a new point. mic or this yeah it's not a new this is the old mic this is oh what happens God. when you uh pull hey, all your stuff mic, out of uh, bed bug storage after mic. two years it sounds amazing. It does. So that's what you used in Legacy. Before video. Yeah, no one ever saw it before. Podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even realize that you had such a setup. That's crazy. Looks good. Setting yeah, the bar does. high, gentlemen. He's that's looking a, professional. He, he looks like an actual podcaster. And we're over here with our derpy fucking $12 headsets. In a world. This headset's actually pretty nice. This is my wife's yeah, same with this. for when this she was teaching. This is a $70 Corsair. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Let's... We're all doing our best here. We're all doing our best. All right. Smiley, now we've talked a little bit. Now you don't have, you to, feel now you, now I don't have to feel like I'm monologuing. Nobody just wants to hear me, I'm sure. Um, but anyway, so let's talk about time that video games mirrored reality. So one thing, back back in the day when we were all playing Final Fantasy XI, specifically, I think this was around the time that, that Van kind of actually lost interest in the game and, and moved on to other things. But Shy and I were still playing uh, heavily in the are you able to do, maybe maybe grab your hand and push it up a little bit more give yourself a little help there um sorry <laughs> we should edit that out anyway <laughs> this is gold come on smiley let's go anyway, for our listeners here buddy yeah i'm <laughs> gonna bring my game this afternoon thing is too much it's too hot in here wearing this hoodie i gotta i'm mm. this bad call um so back when we were playing Final Fantasy XI, um, Shy and I and, and one of our other mutual friends uh, at the time were kind of running a large scale raid operation in uh, uh, Abyssia is the content that it was called. And basically we, uh, every, what, what do we run, two or three times a week, Shy? Yeah, something we, like that. <clears throat> we would do this content that was required coordinating 18 people. Um, really more than that because you could bring 18 people you needed 18 people for a lot of the content and so you, usually you had a couple extra that way if somebody couldn't make it or somebody was a cancel you had people to fill in and you really had to work together to, to, to take down this content to fight some bosses and and it, it was a real uh, interesting uh, juggling act uh, trying to get everybody's schedules together and get everybody to stay on on task and and get everybody to, to pull together so that we could accomplish things and it, it was an interesting time in my life where I was in something of a leadership role at my company at work where I was an assistant supervisor and I was kind of helping to manage a team. And one of the things that really jumped out to me at the time, and I, and I believe I talked about it in game sometimes, is like, it was crazy how similar running an end game guild in an MMORPG was to running a team of people at work. Like so many of the same challenges and the same, like, as the leadership of our guild would have like 
honestly identical conversations to the leadership that the supervisors would have at work with just like a different topic. Like in, in the guild, we're talking about how are we going to maximize our DPS? How are we going to get the right people on the right jobs at the right times to take down a boss? At work, we're talking about how are we going to get people to maximize their workload so we can get through the work in a timely fashion and meet our deadlines. It was like, it was really strange. And it was like, like the lines between reality and video games were never so blurred to me as like, like, I'm, it's like I'm at work all day and then I come home and I do more work. I'm working for my link shot. I'm doing the exact same thing. It's the exact same task. It was very bizarre. Um, so that's my example. Um, I thought it was a good one. And that's kind of why I wanted to do this question. So hopefully that gave you guys something. So let's go to, let's go to Van first. Uh, Van, did you have any similar situations where maybe something in a video game mirrored real life? I think so. I think it's good. So this is going to be a stretch. Um, okay. I don't know if it's going to be mirroring real life necessarily. Like the first one that comes to mind is, of course, what we already talked about with the auction house and economy and all yeah. that fun oh, stuff, sure. inflation and everything like that, Like, which is a direct reflection, which is probably where we actually got this question from. Where, but yeah, I think, I think, so. I think um, mine is going to be how um, like real it felt playing DayZ for the first time in like this post-apocalyptic <laughs> universe so again my this is a stretch because even daisy is not reality I'm, I'm trying to use the video game as reality but i guess that's the essence of blurring right so but it was kind of cool because in the beginning and the, you cannot find this in existence anymore in the game but in the beginning this whole catastrophe happened and um what 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 was interesting was that all the people ended up trying to band together and help each other against this common enemy, which was the virus or, or the, the, the zombies, the infection. Give people, give people a little bit, of, just a little brief overview for people sure. who aren't yeah, familiar with Daisy. So Daisy's is a, a video game set in post-apocalyptic Russia was the original version. Um, and it, the time frame is roughly now. So current equipment, current technology, things like that. The um, There's a zombie outbreak, much not unlike other zombie outbreaks, and your job is to survive. You spawn into the world with literally nothing, which was really unique about this game, and that it had permadeath also. So you everything you earned, you lost upon, upon death. So, and that was a single death. So because the stakes were so high in this video game, it was pretty interesting that in the beginning, um, everybody was always out to help one another. So like you would literally run into another person and it was a relief. You found somebody there, another human, not a zombie. You'd get together, you could talk over open mic and you're like, hey, blah, 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 do you need anything? Yeah, I, you know, I need this kind of ammo. Oh, great, I have that kind of ammo. Let me barter with this kind of ammo or, or food or rations or whatever. And it's like, it's almost like the beginning of a lot of zombie things that you see. And then this weird evolution happened over time, much like the auction house, where those independent society helping each other um like feelings just completely started to subside and people started to band into groups and once some people had heavier weapons than the other persons they felt like they could be more powerful than others and then you had these factions and it ultimately resulted in factions fighting one another and there was inside faction fighting and you just saw this like complete secondary decay of society not only did you have the zombie outbreak but you had this communal effort in the beginning dissolve into factions dissolve into literally by the time i'm done playing and if you were to log in right now i guarantee you the policy is shoot on sight meaning as soon as you see another person you are to pull that trigger as fast as possible because they're going to try to kill you first that's what i was going to jump in and say like when when i started playing that with you you, you had been playing for a while and yeah. it had already degraded to that point yeah. i remember that like you were more afraid of other people than you yes. were of the zombies you yeah. didn't care about the zombies anymore like they were still a threat but they were a secondary like if you thought other real players were around it was like oh crap yeah we need to, we need to haul ass out of here because this is, this could be bad like <laughs> I, I remember my first memories of playing that game were like it was kind of horrifying it was like we were like investigating some old like hangar and yeah. then like we heard gunshots and we're like yeah oh yeah. no we're like those aren't zombies zombies can't those, use we, guns we better yeah. get out of here like this is bad like <laughs> yeah but it was just really interesting to see like yeah. like a predictable result of this huge communal effect all of us versus the zombies and then all of a sudden once we realized that the zombies were less of a threat and that the humans were more of the threat then then it became like this Power whole changes. person versus person the entire thing and that whole evolution i would say took less than two months so of playing because i did start playing long. around yeah. day one yeah day zero i think in zombie yeah in zombie oh good point right. good point shy what you got <laughs> 
Or what do you think about that? If you want to comment on that before you go into your own. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I started shortly after you smiley. Um, and I think that was already like, I totally agree with you. Like I was in the same place. It was, yeah, it was already had degraded to just uh, <laughs> humans, you know, are the worst. Enemy. I'm just laughing. I remember some of like the troll videos online. Like this one person, because you can you can open mic and then anybody within the vicinity can hear you. And because like humans were such a threat, like this one guy had somebody boxed in this building and he was running around the building. who's like, which is like the dumbest thing, but you hear it and you know like that's another person, so you're like scared out of your wits. And he's like, "Go away, dude!" Like it was just an awesome fucking troll video. I can't think of Daisy without thinking about the time Van and I were That's playing. my favorite. And yeah, I, one of my favorite. <laughs> I was like up on a like a little like watchtower, and I guess you can't fall very far in Daisy. That like yeah, they tried to be well, super realistic. Right. And I mean, I guess it's possible if you jump off a four foot ledge, you might break both your legs. That's what it wasn't four me. foot. You were in a freaking like fifteen foot deer. No hunt way, it was not okay. Tall, but I, whatever, fine. whatever. Eight feet minimum. <laughs> Eight feet maybe. And you have but sixty anyway, pounds of gear on you. Anyway, I dropped off there thinking like in most games you can just kind of jump off places and maybe take a little fall <laughs> but i didn't i i broke both of my legs so i could only crawl and van was kind of around the corner i was scouting was, for for stuff yeah there was zombies around, and i i started like crying like oh my god like i broke both my legs and i start crawling towards van and he didn't realize he thought i was a zombie crawling after so he opens fire and he changed i took the axe and i started oh it's the axe oh my god it was the axe so I had an axe in my hand because we had just started. I was freaking terrified, and we're trying to find rations. We're trying to find our get our footing, and then all of a sudden I see the zombie crawling after me, like one arm at a time, like trying to claw at my feet. And I just started axe again, and meanwhile, Smiley's like, "Help! Help!" I broke both my legs. Yeah, I broke both my legs. I'm like, "Hold on, I'm killing the zombie real quick." <laughs> Lo and behold. Smiley was a zombie. That was, and that, was, that, was, that was actually that was probably the height of my Daisy experience. Right that was the funniest. That was the funniest thing that ever. Happened. Oh, so good. Okay, sorry for the aside. I just felt, if we're gonna talk about Daisy, we gotta share that story because it's too good. All right, shy, please. Yeah, I don't really have like an emergent experience that like happened in a video game that comes to mind that mimics reality. So what I'm gonna talk about is a crafted experience that mimics reality a little bit too closely. Nice. Um, so I've recently started playing uh, one of the Persona games again, a game, a series that I know Smile and I both like. Man, I don't know if you've played any of the Persona games, but normally they, uh, I think if not all of them, of the two I've played, mimic they follow like high school students um, during their like during high school, but also there's like very fantasy elements. But basically, what the game devolves into is you managing your high school day, like your classes and studying, along with maybe getting a side job. And then in the evenings, you're going into dungeons and dungeoneering and like fighting monsters and whatever. So it's like a life sim and a and an RPG all mixed into one. It's it's really cool. It works. Um, it really does work. It it, it kind of works. I always start these games <laughs> off really loving them because I love the art style, love the action, whatever. And, and halfway through, I realized like I'm going to class. I'm starting a job. I'm managing my time. Stressing out about like how how am I about? And I'm like second this is, life. This is just life. Like like so. I feel like really like that's what I always end up realizing is like this just feels like I'm I'm it's like a life sim which i guess you know is a thing but um, it obviously does a good job of it right if it <laughs> so that's just my quick another time i was gonna say where the reality between video games and what we perceived reality was blurred was when i was in college i don't know if you guys ever played a game called leisure suit larry i've heard of it, heard of it. <laughs> <I'm joking>. oh. <laughs> i was gonna say i don't know if i like where this one's going <laughs> Uh, well, we'll just leave that one there and apologize to our audience. <laughs> you can, you can Google Leisure Suit Larry yeah. at your you own behest. Don't, not don't safe for work. Uh, at yeah. your own yeah, peril. Don't feel, uh, yeah. Not safe for work. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you have a question of the day, if you'd like to hear, if you'd like to comment on our question of the day, if you'd like to propose a question for your day of your own, please contact us. Uh, give us, drop us a line, leave us a comment. We'll have all of our contact information at the end of the show. But now we're going to talk about television. T v um so let's let's just start uh with just kind of a quick round table uh about just kind of our history with with tv like when, when like maybe when you were a kid or growing up like what kind of shows were you into what did you watch like were you was tv outlawed in your in your house as a kid you know because everybody kind of comes from a different background and some kids were not able to have tv at all some were able to have limited and some were able to have like unfiltered access and so it's good to kind of level set with what you're back from so let's start with shy uh because shy didn't didn't have quite as much from that last segment so shy what's your uh what's your, what's your tv what's your tv history 
Yeah, well, uh, welcome to another short segment. Um, oh. I've come from the background, yeah, where um, it was pretty much outlawed in my house. And for multiple reasons. My parents didn't uh, they didn't want to pay for cable, and we never really had good TV reception anyway. But also just from a, a more um, parenting aspect, they just didn't like the idea of us having as- like access to stuff that they didn't really know we'd be watching or what would come up on the screen and so we watched a lot of movies growing up i come from a very like movie heavy family so they they liked movies because they could fast forward stuff they could preview stuff they could watch a movie before they watched it with us um we had to not watch a lot of tv growing up van um yeah i watched tv but like when we grew up or at least around you know growing up in the city where I grew up in, well, suburbs of this big city, um, there's a lot to do outside of TVs, and we tended to do that. So we were outside a lot. So I didn't, we, I didn't follow any series when I was younger. Um, I'd watch certain things just because they co- they coincided with my bedtime. So I did have a TV in my room. So like Married with Children. Um, I remember I used to hate when Mash would come on after Married with Children. <laughs> so I would turn off Mash because I just hated that movie. And that, I was like, why would Mash follow Married with Children? Married with Children's like so awesome and young and Mash is like, yeah, not that. So anyways, I would turn that off. Um, I do remember distinctively morning shows being like an sure. awesome, awesome thing. So like Garfield and Friends. Oh, like and, Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Well, yeah, not only Saturday morning, but like like weekly morning. So mm. uh, in, where the broadcast that we got we had weekly morning cartoons like on regular cable broadcast, right? So you get over the airways. You don't need to have a subscription or anything like that. And they would do like, yeah, the Garfield of Friends, the Sailor Moon, like whatever else was going on at the time. And like, I just remember that was awesome. That would coincide with my breakfast and getting ready. And that was a huge part of literally like my morning ritual of getting ready for, for school was that. Um, and then with regards to like taboo, um, I remember the, the first one, was Beavis and Butthead. So my parents would let us watch Simpsons, and I kind of feel like they came out around the same time, if my memory serves me correctly. Um, or if not, like, relatively within a couple years. Or yeah. Least, yeah. So I do remember them being okay with Simpsons, um, but I do, they were not okay with Beavis and Butthead. And I think, um, I don't know why. Well, I mean, I do know why. I don't know why. I don't know why they were okay with The Simpsons, though, because The Simpsons looked a little more cartoony and were less in-your-face crass, but they had violence and gore and stuff in them also. So they did. Kind yeah. of different. Didn't have the name Butthead in the title. I think that turned a lot of parents off right away. So I just remember being able, when I could watch it, because Beavis and Butthead was on MTV, I believe, when it first came out. And so, like, I'd... The only time I'd be able to watch it is when my parents went to sleep. And then I'd like sneak into the living room and turn it on. <laughs> I only had like regular airway channels in my room. I didn't have cable. So we had to go to the living room to have cable. So all this digital stuff wasn't everywhere in everybody's house like it is nowadays. Well, it's funny because like you think by today's standards, like The Simpsons is pretty tame. Like it can be crass, but it's not like it's that bad of a show compared to a lot of stuff that's out there like but i guess you know it's, it was a little bit of a different time i i was in a uh a little bit less regimented situation i i was actually thinking about what you said van that you know there's you, you did a lot of stuff outside and you didn't have a lot of time for tv and i was like i was just thinking as i was preparing for this podcast how much time how much free time i had as a kid like it was absolutely obscene because like i played video games all the time like i spent so many hours playing video i still had a lot of hours to watch tv like when you don't do any especially in the summer when you don't have any obligations and like we did we played outside all the time too i just i don't know it was a great time i guess you had chores which you bitched about which took 20 minutes right but then after you were done with that like you had the whole freaking (laughs) day so much time taking out the trash yeah exactly (laughs) yeah my god those dishes took so long (laughs) Just you know, I guess we're old men reminiscing on our youth, our, our yeah. lost youth, youth, youths. Um, but anyway, uh, so I I didn't have a lot of censorship. My my parents did outlaw The Simpsons, and I I don't think Beavis and Butthead ever ever really even came into play. But my parents didn't realize what South Park was, and so I couldn't watch The <laughs> Simpsons. But I I was in on South Park from the ground floor. Same. And, from that day one my so buddy introduced good. me but oh Dude, my god i remember the first the first episode i watched was scuzzlebutt i think it was scuzzlebutt lord oh of the mountains 
I was hooked. I was done. And you're right. I couldn't watch that at home, so but I could watch no. it at his house. Yeah. And that was awesome. It, that was that was it was it was just a crazy dichotomy looking back that the simpsons was outlawed but south park was not and it's just because i mean you, my parents didn't know they didn't know any better yep. if they knew obviously they would have yeah you know but yeah i have a quick question no, for you guys yeah oh, unless you're sorry it's finally asked you i have a lot more to say but go ahead cool, we'll come back this. to me um <clears throat> so there was a void when i didn't literally do anything but Final Fantasy XI in my free time. Yeah, so that meant no that. playing video games, no watching new TV series even because they would take away from video game time and all that stuff. Although you can have it in the background, you really can't pay attention to it and all that stuff. Like, did you guys end up in there for oh, yeah. <laughs> a few years? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just didn't yeah. know if that was unique to my experience or what, but like I literally did not want to buy another video game. Like a video game would come out, which is like an amazing title, right? Triple A title, all that stuff. And I'm like, why am I going to buy this? I'm literally not going to play it because as soon as I get a single like second of free time, I'm jumping hot straight on to Final Fantasy XI. Well, yeah, I remember having a conversation with a friend one time about, you know, how I paid for the subscription for Final Fantasy XI for like 10 years. And they're like, dude, like, you know how much money that is? And I was like, yeah, but you have to understand, like, I didn't do anything else. Like, I didn't go anywhere. I yeah. didn't buy any other games. I didn't hang out with people. I didn't spend money on, like, I literally, like, that, like, $12 a month, like, was my entertainment yeah. for, like, five years, basically. And yeah. then, you know, maybe it had decreasing returns when I was So I'm sorry that. my life cost me $500 over right. five years. Like, right. That's pretty a pretty good, good deal. Yeah. Pretty good deal when you come right down to it. But, yes, I definitely know exactly what you mean. Um, to get a little bit into my history as well, so so I wanted to touch on that. But um, when I was a kid, I used to watch my sister while my parents worked in the evenings, and so in the, especially like all throughout the summers. And in the summers, like nothing good's really on TV. But we watched a lot of TV because we just didn't have that much to do. Like we we did like I said, we did a lot of stuff. We played a lot of video games. We played outside, but we also watched a lot of TV. And the only thing that was on that we really cared about was Nick at Night. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Nick at Night, but Nick at Night is like the classic. It's like Nickelodeon was the kids' station, but then after like six or eight o'clock, it would turn to like classics, classic TV. Hmm. Uh, shows from the 60s 70s and 80s and i got hooked on a lot of those old school shows they were so good like happy days i love lucy taxi like there's just, there's a host of them bob newhart mary tyler moore like I, I used to watch all that stuff and uh my favorite my two favorite shows that i that i can think back on from that time were uh the odd couple and welcome back cotter which welcome back cotter is basically the best show that's ever been made uh, I think it still stands up today. That show is amazing. A lot of those shows still stand up today. They're really funny. Um, I'll get into more of that a little bit later. But So I have a very wide uh, classic TV um, base. And like that's basically what I watched. And then as I got older, I, I did watch like Simpsons and, and uh, Family Guy once I was able to kind of get old enough that my parents would allow that. I watched a lot of South Park. And then I went through like kind of what you were talking about, Van. I was going to bring it up myself, like that kind of void from basically from like high school till yep. late college yep. when I really didn't watch TV at all. I watched sports and that was it. I watched a lot of football yep. and hockey and that's all I really watched. And then um, <clears throat> modern times came around and that changed a little bit. So let's move into that then. Um, let's, let's circle back to Shy. Shy, like what about now? What about in, the, in recent history now that you're an adult and maybe living on your own out of your parents' house? Like how much does TV play into what you like your free time and what kind of stuff do you like to watch? What kind of shows are you interested in? Yeah, I mean, I definitely have shows that I've loved over the years. And I don't know if you're just, is this more of a like, just kind of how TV fits into our time right now? Or are we jumping yeah, into like all time favorites want. as well? Or uh, we, we, can, we can blur the lines there. Go ahead. All right. Um, a little bit of both. I think, uh, I mean, I definitely <clears throat> relate with you guys about the whole um, kind of like gaming competing with um, other forms of entertainment. I think yeah. in my, um, I think that's been a longer term struggle for me though, because I don't, and we've talked about this, like I treat TV a lot like I do um, sports, like we're talking about watching sports live. And I talked about that being more of like a communal experience for me. Like mm. for me, I think like watching shows, um, I would I would want to experience that with someone. So it needs to like really grab me for me to watch a show. I don't watch like TV, like I'll, the times I watch TV mainly are when I'm like eating. If I'm eating a meal, I'll like watch an episode oh, yeah, of a show like online. 
um, or watch like YouTube content or something like that. But then if I'm not eating, I'll be playing a game or I'll be doing something else. Like I'll be doing something more interactive. And I think if I had like a roommate or a significant other, I think there'd be a lot more impetus to like sit on the couch and just like binge watch a show, you know, or spend a couple hours watching a show. Cause like we'd be doing it together. We could like talk about it. There'd be more of like a shared interaction. But that being said, there have been, I mean, there've been a number of shows I have watched um, and rewatched over the years. And I think like my experience, so not growing up with TV, I think really my first experience with like just shows in general um, was college. And actually I just remembered something, I should have mentioned this earlier, but there was one show that me and my dad actually would watch almost nightly back when I was in high school. We would watch the Jay Leno show. Um, oh, so like we would, I don't know, that'd be like Tonight our nightly, um, the Tonight Show. Is that what Tonight it was show. that Jay Leno was yeah. ho- hosted? Um, yeah. And so like, that was like our nightly ritual. Like we would like, I'd do my homework. He'd, you know, be like cleaning up, doing whatever he needed around the house. And before I'd go to bed, we would like, you know, I was in high school, I could stay up later, you know, we'd like hang out, we'd watch. And sometimes we just watched his monologue because his monologue was honestly yeah. most of the time yeah. just the, the best, best thing of the yeah. show. And so we'd watch the monologue and whether we thought a guest looked cool or not or whatever, we might watch the rest. Headli- we'll- did he do the headlines too? I thought headlines was all right. Maybe he did the headlines. I don't I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So. I watched him a little bit, but yeah. So that was probably my first real interaction with, with TV, but went to college and all of a sudden, um, I think that's when, and it may not have been right when, but like DVDs on like DVD sets of yeah. TV shows were yes. becoming really popular. That's right. And so um, that's when I got introduced to Family Guy. I mean, my college roommate, um, a friend of the podcast, Rido. Um, we, uh, acquaintance of the podcast. We, acquaintance of the podcast. <laughs> uh, we really got into Family Guy. Just and that's known kid, individual Rido. of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when uh, like Family Guy just come back. Like it released on DVD and it kind of gained popularity because, you know, it had been on TV yeah. and had been canceled. But then the DVD sales really brought it back. And so we got into Family Guy. Um, we had a friend uh, on the hall who had all of the friends seasons on dvd and so that became just a regular ritual of ours like we would like um when we were eating meals or some days like on weekends we would just sit there and watch episodes of friends back to back to back um <laughs> and then uh and then really so probably leading up to kind of the first big Final Fantasy 11 breaking up of other entertainment was when i got exposed to arrested development which you talk about um mm. um i already forgot the name uh, welcome welcome back cotter or I don't back Cotter. i'd never heard of that show before now um but uh so but you saying that was the best show of all time i i, I don't know man well, I, I gotta say like arrested development probably holds the the place in my heart as the best show ever made um I, I will love that show um till the end of time but uh and I don't know, there's been a number of shows. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'll take a break. We can definitely probably like cycle in and out a little bit with some other favorite shows we have. There's a couple of others of note that I have, but I'll let someone else talk. Um, ben? I'm not going to have much to say. So as much time as you want to take, Cheyenne's, um, be my guest. But <clears throat> with regards to like, like favorite shows of all time and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So even, even when those series came, came out, yeah, I just wasn't a big tv guy so i really like the whole watching a series from inception to completion um is i don't want to say new to me but it's definitely more recent so it's like probably within the last five maybe 10 years tops of my life like before that i really just didn't watch watch series for any reason um whether it be college or work or whatever just wasn't doing it so all of my best of all times are i mean I can get nostalgic and talk about, you know, some of the old school series like Full House and, you know, all those, all those other ones, which are like literally just absolutely amazing. Um, and, and I can say that those are probably the best of all time just because of nostalgia reason. But like, realistically, I think some of the best ones are probably like the more common ones that a lot of people know. And so my opinion is not going to be that depth. It's going to be kind of shallow because they are very popular series. But like we're talking like The Walking Dead or um what's it called um breaking bad um all that stuff so it's <laughs> lost so it's funny so i've started watching all these series and this is um shini my wife and i have like we have this really 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 bad problem of watching series 99 percent the way through like there are i don't i don't i don't know why but breaking bad lost um I can name a few more. Oh, The Office and a couple other ones. Office, actually, Office is amazing. I would put that in one of the best ones of all time, best series of all time. The American version, not the British version. I tried to watch the British Don't version. Don't knock the British version. <laughs> I know. It's, it's just not it's for me. Good. It's not for me. Fair. Um, and yeah, I love Ricky Gervais, dude. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot it's of people in humor. I'm not, I'm not yeah. a big fan of that 
British slapstick, although the Americans just as stupid and quirky. I don't know. It's just it's just different. But anyways, um, so all those all those ones that I just rattled off, literally, Sheena and I have probably not seen the last one or two episodes in the entire series. It's like you so can't. Like, you like you don't want to close the door on it. You want to know like, what it is. Keep I, it I, I open mean, just can, in case that we can go back. If you want to me to sit it. on the couch, this is probably gonna take an hour to figure out oh, what man. the psychological reason is behind that. But like <laughs> that is so strange. Like Lost specifically, we have no idea what happens, and like the whole purpose for watching Lost, all ninety-eight episodes of an hour long, is to find out whether they get off the island or not. And we don't know because we stopped like the last two episodes in the entire series so not the season series so we got to go back and watch that um we did the same thing with breaking bad i don't know if he dies or not um we like it's it's crazy all these pivotal things that the whole series leading up to for some reason something has just happened in our life where we just stopped watching the last thing so we got to go back and we got to watch them but what sucks now is like if we go back and watch them we're going to be completely lost especially in right. lost you got to go <laughs> you all the way back the beginning, to the beginning basically and, then yeah. you got, yeah, <laughs> right. and you'll stop at episode 98 again yeah um yeah. and i can relate with that like uh, that's how i'm with anime like i'll watch yeah. like, like naruto is how i am with like, oh I'm yeah well naruto i mean that's a hard one to watch though but it's like 256 episodes well it, yeah in the first like in the in naruto like i've watched probably like 600 episodes of that and yeah. in and i've not been like i'm like i think i've like 60 to 100 episodes left and that was like I'm, i've never finished the series and this is like i don't know like it's tough that's yeah i can't imagine i just can't imagine that like i can't imagine not getting the closure on it like if anything like it gets harder to stop as it gets to the end like if we get to the last you know if we got three episodes left doesn't matter we're, we're maybe we're staying up to one two o'clock we're gonna finish that like we gotta get that cliffhanger out of there especially my wife is very much like you know if it ends on a cliffhanger like let's stay up let's watch one more just one more just one more get about so more recently we've been keeping up so like okay. the um yeah it's more recently so like game of thrones unfortunately like probably the worst <laughs> one to keep up with if there was any one where you could stop between the last few episodes it's game of thrones <laughs> like, yeah, but we saw that all the way through that was heartbreaking so that didn't help us with our with our methodology and then <laughs> and then um we're current on westworld and stranger things and stuff like that so yeah stranger things yeah so good good, good. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that in our probably more current discussion. Um, so my situation is I'm actually very similar to Shy. Like I didn't play, I didn't watch a whole lot. And then kind of late in my college days, uh, I was introduced to The Office by a friend. He was like, we, we got to sit down and watch this. You're going to love the show. It's so good. And we watched it and like we watched like basically all the way through it. And that was kind of where I started watching shows. Uh, then the next series we did was Arrested Development which was also awesome. There was only three, uh, three seasons at the time, but they were very, very good. And I actually own both of those. And I love the British office. I love the British office was fantastic. It's very different. It's very sad. Like it's very sad humor. Um, like it kind of depresses me. And so I get why people don't like it, but I, it, it, I, I get it in the feels, man. When I watch that, that like the music and everything like that, that show is, that show is, is rough, but it's good. I love it. Uh, I'll ride for the British office. Go ahead, Chai. I think yeah. you could say that in the American office, if you took Jim and Pam out, it would be a very sad show as well. Like, I think <laughs> in really a different way. But yeah. the, US, the U.S. office is also very yeah, sad. You're left, like, you're left with Phyllis <laughs> and Dwight. And like, I mean, Michael yeah, Scott is a tragic character. I mean, oh, oh my goodness, so he is. Yeah. He can talk about one, a single guy who cannot get out of his own way. <laughs> that guy. They, they're, all, they're all, yeah. No, you're right. That's true. That's true. There's just an awkwardness about the British office that, like, mm. It's uncomfortable, and that's the humor they're going for. Like that's what they're trying right. to do. But like, yeah. whew, I mean, that's I what Chris know. Chris Carroll, the name Michael Scott, the actual actor. Something oh, called. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. That's mm -hmm. what like that's what he did. That's what he portrayed. Yeah. Like this awkwardness. Like you were like, please don't talk because it's gonna oh, be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah don't say anything. He was so yeah. good at that. Where like yeah, like where it's just hard. It's just like. It's like yeah. watching a train wreck. <laughs> it yeah. is. It's listening to a train wreck. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Not unlike listening to us. Um, <laughs> so then, the next series in uh, the next series that we came to, so had great groundwork of the Office, Arrested Development. Then we came to the Crown Jewel, and as much as I love Welcome Back, Cotter, I think it's it's a historically good show. It's not my all time favorite. My all time favorite show is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That show is so good. Um, I don't know why a lot of people don't like it as much as I do. I think it's got a pretty big following. Um, oh, it's it's cultish. It's certainly it's, like those who follow it are like diehard best thing ever in the world. And then those who don't 
get it. Um, just I won't give it a second episode. I think, in my opinion, the reason that is, is the character, you really have to resonate with the characters in a good way or a bad way, but you have to be interested in them. And it helps to watch it from the beginning and learn about them in kind of the order that the shows come out. I think people who catch an episode here or there really have a hard time, like, like, cause they're really terrible people in a lot of of ways. (laughs) And so like, they're not, they're not very like approachable characters. Like you really kind of have to understand them. And, and, and like, I don't know, for whatever reason that show really resonated with me and I love it. And maybe that I'm just a huge fan of Danny DeVito. Um, I watched him when he was in taxi back when I was a kid in my, in my Nick at night days. And he just cracks me up to no end. Um, but it's incumbent upon me to shout out my wife at this point, because, um, we we she watched like nine episodes uh, nine seasons worth of arrested development of not arrested development she did she did watch arrested development with me but she watched like nine seasons of it's always sunny in philadelphia with me and i don't think she really liked it i think she did it just to be just to be nice to me and uh that always means a lot to me that she that she would do that because i love that show and i could watch how would you do that to her though I, well, I didn't know. She didn't. She's she was cool with it. Like I kept telling her she didn't have to watch if she didn't want to. If she wanted to stop, like it was totally cool. And she's like, "No, no, let's continue." And then at the end, it kind of came out. Yeah, I was just kind of doing that for you. And I was like, <laughs> "So yeah. what? Was it you who introduced me to the league?" The league, yeah, it probably was. Yeah. was. Yeah, we. Tr- I tried to watch that with my wife. I did not realize, like, just how much like I, I'd say like man humor is in the league like league is a funny show but boy like it is a lot of dick jokes Mm. and stuff like that like watching that with my wife i was like man this is i feel i just feel almost uncomfortable locker room humor yeah it is it's all locker room and like i didn't i didn't catch it when i was watching it naturally like by myself like i don't know like it's funny it's funny watching something with somebody versus alone or with somebody of a very like mind like how much that you don't really even think about that just kind of washes over you and then it's just kind of it's almost like if you watch something with your parents and you're like yeah this is i didn't remember it being this bad well i think even the flip side sometimes i think like i've had times where my parents like oh man this was a really funny comedy we should rent this and i'm home and then we watch it and they're like like there's curse words my mom's like oh i don't remember this i don't (laughs) (laughs) this was in this (laughs) That's funny. I didn't. I didn't think of that side. Maybe of some spaghetti. Maybe some spaghetti. All right, Kevin. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So let's uh, jump into just a little lightning round then about what are what we're currently what's what's currently on the docket. If you're watching anything uh, or whatever, maybe if you're not watching anything really currently, like what's kind of stuff you've watched recently that, and just talk a little bit about what it is, what you liked, what you didn't like, things like that. We'll start with Van. I hope I pointed the right direction. I don't know if I did. It was the right direction on my screen. So, it's the right direction on my screen too. Excellent. Same what do you want? Oh, but you're but but you're never mind. Anyways, um, so, <laughs> the um, fabulous work on all of our. Well, because I think we're at a triangle. Yeah. Right. See, mine's and in you a line. and I are in like in a line. Yeah. Exactly. So That's yes, right. you pointed the right. Way, but it was the right viewers... direction. It was the right direction. Okay, As the cool. person recording it, I, I I can tell you authoritatively. You're the authority. Excellent. on directional positions okay um i've wasted enough time in this to, podcast yeah to, to all the people who are just listening on the podcast and like we don't watch this anyway what the fuck are you guys talking about i'm sure they're happy for, they're happy for that little <laughs> aside anyway that? that's correct man what do you uh, watch so there's, there's really only two um, oh so pick one up. and we'll come back to you okay then uh stranger things okay start with a big one it's good what, uh, how far into like it are it. you all the way Oh, you, you finished it. You're yeah, not, so you're, you're not active. You, you've, you've gotten through it. Yeah, well, I consider it active because oh. it's still going. It's oh, like okay. So, so you're still... waiting for the next season. Yes, we are, gotcha. we are waiting for the I'm next season. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're one through three completed. We watch it. It's Netflix, so everything gets launched at the same time. I think we launched season three in a week and a half, which isn't amazing, <laughs> but it is for people, someone who has two kids. Yeah. So we stay up after. So the only time Lauren, Sheenie, and I get to watch movies is at night after the kids go to sleep. And it kind of sucks because that two-hour window, between one and two-hour window, depending on how stubborn the kids want to be, is our window to do all the things we want to in life. Right. So we either play Animal Crossing or we watch, watch TV or we catch up on something, whatever. Like, we, we resources are so limited. Time is such a valuable resource right now. Can't so even. for us to finish, I think it was eight episodes for season three um in a week and a half was actually pretty good for us it's pretty it's pretty solid yeah yeah but no i think what i not only is it amazing 
um, you know, it's just an amazing story. The actors, child actors are incredible. They're extremely likable, relatable to when I was a kid. Um, and then they throw in some, some eighties and nineties nostalgia in there, like to boot. Oh my God. It's like, it's a very ironically comforting series to watch, even though like it is scary as hell and disaster <laughs> is around every single corner. But yeah. And, and they've I'm done sure a great job. You guys have watched it too. Yeah. They've done a great job of like mixing every season up. It's not like, you know, I mean, like some yeah, shows get stuck sure. in the same formula, but it's like every series, every season has like kind of like a new twist to it and a new like kind of dimension. That it's got yeah. And it, it, so I, I do know that ser seasons, series, seasons do this often throughout the series. Yes, that's correct. Um, I see this a lot with anime where like maybe the first three series are like really cool down to earth. And then series four, they just go fucking off the wall bonkers onto some like tangent that didn't even exist in the first place. And then that's when they're like, they lose me. And I'm hoping that so far this hasn't done that. And I'm hoping it, it, it doesn't as well. So it just literally becomes a completely different in anime. It happens all the time. It's so annoying. But I think that's the problem with anime is that's the nature of anime escalation. We need to do an anime episode at some point. But, you know, I mean, anime fun. is all about es like character power escalation. And I yeah. like Stranger Things is. On too. Maybe we get yeah. a friend of the podcast tanking on here or something. A real I'm friend. for an excuse Ray. from him. We're, oh, he, he, Ray won't would, he won't come on. But he'd be a great, he'd be, he'd a, be the authority. Yeah, yes. he really would. All right, Chai, what about you? What's, what's, what's the uh, show you're... Just picking one right now? Yeah, pick one. Um, just pick one. All right. Yeah. Uh, one that I've watched recently, um, all the way through, I'm caught up currently, current show, is uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nice. Um, I'm a fan of sitcoms. Nice. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Andy Samberg. Um, yeah. Love Andy Samberg. Smiley and I, uh, we, we go way Lonely back to Lonely Island. Yeah. yeah but, uh, um, 100%. Um, just, yeah, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is just a, just a fun show. Just kind of like a just like very sit American sitcom. Like a bunch yeah. of likable characters, you, even the irritating characters you come to like over time. And uh, just uh, um, just a lot of good laughs there. And Terry Crews. I mean, just what an interesting yeah, cast. Like, it's not a – I feel like a lot of these sitcoms start off with, like, people you don't even know who they are a lot of times. And then they kind of, like, eventually become celebrities based on, you know, the yeah. show. Like I mean, I guess Friends had like Jennifer Aniston. The rest of development had was was it Michael Bates? Michael 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 Bates and Michael uh, Michael Bateman and Michael Sarah, both got pretty big out of that. Yeah, Michael yeah, Sarah's yeah, Michael, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they weren't like really big names before no, then, no, right? I mean, no, no, so it's just weird, really. like that so. Brooklyn Nine, and that maybe I mean, I guess to me, Andy Samberg's a big name. Maybe a lot of people out there don't know who Andy Samberg <laughs> is, not. but like, I mean, Terry Crews is, I mean, I think pretty well known from his like just like yeah. Old Spice stuff and just like yeah. you know, his, yeah. his, his he's just a goofy guy out in in media and like. So I think it's got it's got a good cast. If you haven't if you haven't seen it, um, it's worth a couple episodes. Um, I've seen. I haven't. That's what a show that I haven't watched all the way through. Um, but I've definitely caught some episodes here and there, and I, I think it's pretty funny. Let me say one other thing about it too is like it has like weird stuff happens in that show, and they go with it. Like like things happen, and something sometimes shows like that are more episodic. Like something crazy will happen, and they just kind of like brush under the rug, or like it's just like it's gone. But like there's things that happen in a show where like you know, like a whole season might take place like like something happened that like really caused the story to turn and all of a sudden like now the main characters in like police protection or something like that and like for like half a season and you're like wow i didn't know they were gonna like make that part of the main storyline you know or so um, it is it is it does have a good through story is what you're yeah, saying it actually it, goes yeah like the narrative okay. is, is continuous throughout the whole i, I always like that in a show I'm watching. all right well uh i guess i have to start with the show that my so you know in in the current state as i think we referenced a little bit um my show watching has really become a group thing. You know, it's just something that my wife and I do. It's our kind of one of our preferred ways. It's really our most preferred way to spend time together now that our previous one, which was going out to eat at restaurants has been kind of oh, kiboshed for a while. Uh, so, you know, we've just spent a lot of time watching shows and we should do a restaurant episode. Oh, that's a great idea. I think we should um, look forward to that. Um, Talk about a little concrete episode happened <laughs> mm. <laughs> we got some stories we could tell about that and we get some promotions some, some of our friends yeah, yeah exactly. um so uh we were offered on hulu we, so we have hulu and um they offered free hbo during the quarantine for a little while and of course uh when that came on we were both looking at the sopranos which was on there which is a show we both um had some interest in but neither of us had ever watched and so we kind of started watching it and um it kind of hooked me in right away it took sarah maybe 
three or four episodes. Like she wasn't quite sure about it. And then, then it hooked her in. And so now we've been watching that like one to two episodes a night and they're like lost. They're an hour long episode. So it's, it's, it's taken some time. There's um, six seasons and we're on the fifth season. We're getting towards the end of the fifth season now. So we're almost through it. But of, of course we fell into the trap set by Hulu, which is, they yeah. took away the free HBO and we're like, well, we just we got to at least get it for a couple months while we finish the series. Because <laughs> unlike Van and, and Chidi, we like we are not the type who are just going to like be like, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what happens to them, but we don't really like, we're okay. like, no, we're going we're to find out what happens with these characters. So, uh, yeah, so they, they got some extra dough out of us for that. So call me a sucker, I guess. But, um, you know, I want to go back to right now. how she and I end that thing like, are you really surprised, Smiley, by the guy who likes to start things? Like, <laughs> no, that's my favorite guess, thing in I life is to start things. Of all people I know, you might be the person. Like, if, if you'd said, you know, which of your friends doesn't finish their episodes, I'd probably, like, yeah, I'm probably looking at you. Sorry, sorry, man. You're a starter, not a finisher. That's true. It's all right. It takes all kinds. All right, back to Van. You had a second show. What is it? Westworld. West HBO. World. Awesome. Awesome. And in fact, it was very, um, uh, the last episode we had was very reminiscent of Westworld because um, for those of you who don't know, Westworld takes part in a earth future where uh, individuals will pay ridiculous amounts of money to live in a simulated world by hosts and hosts are actual, so you're, you're, you don't have a headset on or anything. You are actually walking around this simulated world where um, all the hosts are robots. So uh, all the people you interact with and everything like that, like they are engineered robots to have emotion, facial expressions, emotion, real emotion, conversation, stuff like that. And then it's kind of cool because you could take side quests where like you'll be walking down the street and all of a sudden a sheriff will be like, hey, did you know that this person's out there? We got a bounty for him. And it's up to you to like walk over and then be like, hey, cool. Okay, let me hear more about that. And then you get taken on the side quest or you can continue down like this main quest. So it's a really freaking fascinating idea. And it, and it if it's it's really ties closely to our previous episode about blurring the lines because when you're in there like you can imagine just mentally people start to think like this is the real reality when in reality it's not but it's just because they do such a good job anyways that's like the, the basis the foundation for the, uh, the, the 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 series so it's really good takes place it starts first they call it west world and a homage to western like um the old wild wild west civilization and then it starts to pivot into other categories throughout the uh, series so they're on on um season three and that just launched i think a couple months ago um but that's the the other one that sheena and i are watching religiously when it comes out so, and it's hbo so it really is weekly which is kind of annoying but it is <laughs> what it is chai What's realizing that? as as we're talking i'm like thinking of more and more shows i don't know this is gonna be <laughs> tough lightning round um all right quick one um that man all these shows i wasn't gonna mention this is kind of out of the blue but i would highly recommend it um do you, have you guys ever heard the show true crime or, no, 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 no. True Detective. True Detective. Man, I I didn't come prepared for this. Was True Crime a g- video game? <clears throat> man, darn it! Go, I apologize. Watch, watch the next one. I apologize to our. Uh, oh yeah, listeners. True Crime was a video true, game. True no, Crime yeah, Streets true, in LA. True, true Detective. Awesome true Detective is what I'm is what I'm thinking about. Um, and uh, specifically, I think crime. it was season one, I believe. Um, yes, I believe it's season one. Um, basically. Oh man, uh, I think it was HBO. And I think the only reason I saw this, how did I even see this? Because I don't have HBO. I think I saw either maybe someone let me the DVDs or Blu-rays or something. Man, this is like a really winding thing. Um, don't incriminate yourself. It's an incredible, no, I didn't like pirate it. Um, it's an incredibly uh, just really well done show. And I think oddly enough, it said since it was HBO, it was only about eight episodes. I've, I've talked to, I know at least Smiley, I don't know if I've talked to you, Van, about it, but like I tend to not watch like um, darker, dramatic, long running shows because I just like it, it, it messes with my spirit to a certain extent. Like I just like, I get down, like I really get sucked into it and I like get kind of depressed. So like I started watching Breaking Bad and like great, seemed like a really intriguing show, was going to be a great show, but it's like five episodes in, you're like, this is going to be a messed up show where like yeah. his life is gonna fall apart and, and i'm just gonna spend is. like hundreds of hours watching this guy ruin his life and i'm like i yeah. just don't i'm not in for the ride yeah. but so I don't know how it ends but it's an amazing <laughs> oh yeah it looks it looks <laughs> gripping and well done but like it yeah. looks just depressing as, as i'll get out um but so so true detective since it was so short like it's it's a pretty dark show 
and it's not really a, a uplifting or fun show by any means, but it's just incredibly well done. And it's Matthew McConaughey and, um, and who I'm, I can't believe I'm going to remember, forget the guy's name, but a uh, goofy guy from um, Zombieland. Um, the, oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He, uh, um, well, darn it all. Um, two great all actors. Right, right, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. So Woody Harrelson and, uh, and Michael oh McConaughey. Rachel McAdams. Um, I had like a college crush on that girl. Was it in the first season or, cause I know they change actors every season. Um, so I don't know. Um, was it because of Wedding Crashers? It was. Um, nice. The note. All that being said, um, oh. <laughs> very adult, very adult show. Um, it's on HBO. Um, would not recommend to everybody, but uh, if you can handle language and gore and sex, um, it is very well done. Um, and has a pretty good, pretty solid ending. Like, like not like. Oh, you've seen the ending. Not extremely oh, depressing. Not extremely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, it was only eight episodes. It was, it was, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Detective. Really? Only eight episodes. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like a mini series, then, right? Yeah. It's pretty dark. Reminds me, did you guys, did you guys like watch Stranger the? Things, um, this is weird. I don't remember what it was called exactly. It was like there was a because there were two of them, but there, it was one of the uh, O.J. Simpson like. Oh yeah. It wasn't a documentary, was but that? it was like a show. On Netflix, right? Oh, yes. docudrama. I did watch that. I did that watch that. So good. So amazing good. yes, yes. Oh, we, we watched that and that was fabulous yeah that's so what that so made good. me think of because it was only like eight or ten episodes but we people versus oj simpson people versus oj simpson yeah that was good that was fabulous that was a great that was a great watch all right well boy uh i i didn't think we'd have a whole lot to talk about in in this episode and so uh clearly we were really strapped really strapped for time you know really trying to fill space in this one but uh you know maybe we can really just dig deep and come up with another tv podcast or something because it sounds like we we all maybe have a little bit more to say i, I don't know we got to one show we're watching like six different shows right now but uh we are at our we are at the end of our time uh together today so thank you for joining us on the focus target podcast if you want to tell us about what shows you're watching favorite shows we uh failed to mention if you want to tell me how wrong i am about always sunny in philadelphia which uh i will fight you about um let us know we want to hear from you we metaphorically have a fight or physically like well oh, i mean okay. listen maybe when, once the back. quarantine's over once 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 corona's right, on it, its course sense. you know i don't yeah. want anyone you to don't want to die i don't want to give anybody you know yeah we don't need to be exchanging germs but fisticuffs so just fisticuffs no no, <laughs> no biological warfare i'm not down for that that's a war crime um Anyway, if you want to reach the Focus Target podcast, we'd love to hear from you. We have a Twitter handle, at Focus Target. We have our YouTube channel where you may be watching us, um, if you're the type of person who watches podcasts. Focus Target podcast is our YouTube. And um, we can be reached by email as well, Podcast at gmail.com. So thanks once again for joining us here, episode 49. Man, 50 episodes coming up on it, guys. That's pretty impressive. It's impressive that we've been able to stand each other for that long, I think. Like at least know. 50 hours with each other. It's yeah. kind of, and just think of what a drop in the bucket that is compared to the podcast. <laughs> <11 days>. <laughs> <laughs> like we would do one week, one week, a week, a weekend of grinding. That's a Friday night to a Saturday, Sunday uh, night, right? Okay. How do you yeah, do anyway. 50 hours in a weekend, Shy? Uh, Friday <laughs> night included. Week, you, okay, you, got, got you count it. Friday night, yeah. Got it. You got, you got, you, we'll do the math on that and get back to you. Van's cleanup corner. It's coming. All right. So <laughs> thanks once again for putting up with us today. We were, we were a little all over today, but you know, hopefully we'll be a little bit more on point next week. Anyway, I'm your host, Smiley. This is Shy. And I'm Van. As always, cover us, Porkins. We're out.